Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Uh, gotta go. This episode of Bluey is called Swim School. Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 31, Swim School. And I do want to say, we've already had mom school. Now we're in swim school. Love it. This season. All right, Tori, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Okay, before we get into the episode, we talk about what swim school is, what is going on. Um, I want to get, we're going to play a game that we've okay. played before. I don't know if people like this game or don't like this game. Let us know. Do you guys like this game or not? But I would like for you to take a stab at pretending like you're writing the synopsis for Disney Plus, how would you condense this episode? What would you say happened to people? Mom, Dad, and Bingo take swim lessons from Bluey. Okay, I'm going to call this one a win. Mom, Dad, and Bingo must pass swim school. Yes! I am on a roll, man. Yeah, you even had Mom, Dad, and Bingo all in the right order. Oh, yeah. I did? You did. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they tend to list the names. So I used to do like... They are doing that a lot lately. I used to do like the girls or the parents. They never do that. They list everyone's name. They list everyone's See, name. See, I'm learning. You are learning. We're halfway through the season, so I'm happy. We're on an upward trajectory <laughs> here. Okay. The website, the official Bluey TV website, has this listed as episode 33 when it originally came out. Disney Plus has it as 31. So around the same time within the season. It says, Mom, Dad, and Bingo must complete both their classes to pass swim school. But pleasing strict Big Fish instructor Margaret, aka Bluey, is proving very difficult. So nice. They do such a good job. It is. It's so nice. So what did you think of swim school when you first saw it? Um, not my favorite. Uh, too many pee jokes. I don't. The there were several the, pee the, jokes. The, yeah. and, like fart and pee jokes, like not my style. I just went out. Um, and like, I don't know, just like letting kids be mean as part of a game. I don't love that. So like Bluey's kind of just being mean for the sake of being mean. I don't really love games that celebrate meanness. Yeah. Every once in a while, there are some problematic games I would yeah. say that they either let the kids play or the ways that they let the kids within the games talk to them yeah as parents there's still there's still that thing I, so yeah I, I don't know I'm probably being too sensitive but like water safety and like I'm gonna let you drown each of us to be like a funny <laughs> character in this water like I don't know I felt like there were a couple lines being blurred so not my favorite obviously as always there's a couple cute fun moments but yeah, not not top of my list. Yeah, the points where Bluey sits on Bandit and Chili, we have a pool at our house. The grandparents have a pool, so my son's very uh, used to being around pools. So we've had the conversation with him, not because of this episode, but just in general that you don't climb on people, you don't pull on people, mm -hmm. that like in general you do not touch people when you are in the water that it's a little bit more okay with like his dad and me or a grown-up who can like fully touch and is like halfway out of the water you know we can grab you we can like pick you up we can throw you you can like sit on our backs but you definitely don't 
you don't pull on, you don't touch other kids, that type of stuff when you are water because of water safety. And so. maybe they did have that conversation because I think during the bingo part, she just kind of blows on her. Yeah. Like she doesn't physically touch her. Yeah, she doesn't. So do that. maybe they maybe they were aware of that, but I, I don't know. It's not, that's all right. And then when Van and Chili are sitting, like standing up, they are about like halfway out of the pool. So I don't think it's super deep, mm-hmm. but but still, right? So it starts with the healers are on vacation. And did you notice how similar this hotel looks as to the one that Chrissy and Rad stayed in? During Christmas swim. Oh, so is it a hotel? That was one of my questions. I think it is. Like, it's, it's some sort of resort. Where are they swimming? This is like a beautiful pool, but also it looks like nobody else is there. Yes. So you get this like amazing resort pool like- to yourself. But like there were hills and volcanoes in the background. Does that mean Bali? I think they're in Bali. Like in yeah. my head, they're in Bali because like it's... That's where they vacation. That's where people vacation. Okay over there it's not a super long flight or anything so i think that they're staying at some sort of hotel or something that's in bali and to me the setup of some of the things looked very similar to the place that rad and frisky were at on their little like call when they did facetime oh you know during that christmas of, swim that makes sense right because this would have been produced first because it wasn't christmas swim at the end of the season when it was originally launched so this was on the official website, this is 33. And Christmas Swim, I believe, was at the very end of the season. Yes. Yeah. So it's, that kind of makes sense that if, like, they're doing, like, one scene that they would utilize backgrounds that were already created. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. That makes yes. a lot of sense. So Bingo runs up to Chili and Bannett, who are relaxing by the pool. Dad reminds her to walk because running is dangerous. But when Bluey runs up wanting to play swim school, and Bingo points out that her sister was also running... Dad tells her not to daub on people. Yes. So when they first mention it, I was like, ooh, that's an Aussie translation. I don't know what daub is. And then they proceed to say it a hundred million more times in this episode. <laughs> to to get the point, daub, daubing, that yeah. type of stuff. So it's basically just tattletaling. Yeah. Either the act of tattletaling or being a tattletale. And because they said it so much and in the context that they say it, it was pretty clear. But I remember I was like, dobbing. Because that is definitely not a term that we use. I've, I've never heard that term. Never, never once heard it. So after a quick exchange with Bandit, he hops into the pool and then they begin their game. Bluey explains that in order to pass swim school, they have to do little fish class followed by big fish classes. They meet their little fish teacher, who is called Karen, and is basically blue in a swim cap. <laughs> Hello, I'm Karen. Karen's very nice. And Karen explains that mom, dad, and bingo are all siblings, and they need to practice kicking the wall. But bingo, mom, and dad aren't just bingo, mom, and dad. They, of course, have super fun names because, you know, why not, right? Bingo is called Mariffindor. That was quite a name, Mariffindor. Yeah. And she is... names herself, right? Yeah. Mom yep. names herself. She's Sharon. Mm-hmm. But like S-H-A-R-O-N, I think like the traditional spelling. Yeah. Sharon. But I'm You're... like, yes! I'm like, <laughs> I was like, woo, 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 Oh, my God. You're so funny. When it happens. Love it. 
And then dad is Bevan. Well, I thought it was really funny that like mom named him Bevan and he was like, really Bevan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was funny too. Like, what is that name even? So all three of the siblings get into a back and forth about Dobbing, which makes their teacher, Karen, introduce a new role of no Dobbing, unless someone is in danger. Of course. Unless someone is in danger. Here's that caveat. She also reminds them that they are a family and they all decide that they are going to work together. You're kicking, bingo. No, no, my name's Marifindal. You're kicking, Marifindal. You did it. Karen, Bevan isn't doing it properly. Bevan? Is Bevan doing anything dangerous? Well, no. Then don't be a dopper, sweetie. So I do want to pause because I remember when I first saw this episode, it was again during the pandemic. And... My aunt's name is Karen. My name's Sharon. I have an aunt named Karen. But there was this whole thing that was happening within social media at the time about Karens. I think it's still a thing, isn't it? I think it's still a thing. I think it was a thing for a while. It's been a thing. And then it got very, very amplified and very, very public and popular. And then it kind of died down again. But if you don't know what we're talking about, if you've been in a closet and you don't know what we're talking about or you don't do social media, like, good for you, first of all. But (laughs) Karen, using Karen, the name Karen as a negative term for a older, like a mid-40s Caucasian white woman who is completely out of touch with reality, very demanding. <laughs> I love that you're trying to define it. You're braver than I. <laughs> I am trying to define it in a very, I don't want to say like not cruel way, but it, it's a very derogatory term to call someone a Karen. Yeah. It's essentially, you don't want to be called a Karen. Yeah. Right. So I do think it's interesting that we have a Karen here and she is the most lovely Karen. She is. And my aunt Karen is also amazing. Are there women, are there people just in general on this earth that are not? And absolutely, right? But it's, I, I, I have a hard time. Doesn't matter what you look like, who you are. Just lumping a group of people together and saying, okay, here's this moniker. Here's this thing that we're going to call these people because then it again creates this division and separation yeah within all of us yeah it's a bit cruel so you know i have a problem no matter where that falls on the spectrum yeah but our karen is amazing this is your final lesson ninja kicks After lessons in doggy paddling and ninja kicks, the students, our Karen says that the students are ready to move on to the next class, which is Big Fish. Yay! Unfortunately, Karen does not teach Big Fish. (laughs) That is their new teacher, Margaret, aka Bluey and Goggles, who is definitely not as nice as Karen because she literally says it. Oh, yes, definitely not as nice as Karen. (laughs) she also declares that if anyone gets out of line that they will get quote-unquote squirties in the face which is her 
squirting pool water into other people's face. Spitting. Spitting. It's pool so, water. It, it's disgusting. Yeah. What do I tell my child all the time? Do not get pool water in your mouth. Do not drink the pool water. Do not spit the pool water to other people. Do not put the pool water at all in the mouth. Yeah. What do I do to show him and convince him? I, the pool filter. I'll pull the pool filter out. I say, I'll see all this stuff that it was in the water. Yeah. That could be in your mouth. Pool water is disgusting. Yeah. Also, their teacher, Margaret, explains that unlike Karen, she likes for people to dob in her class, and she insists Big Fish is very hard. So they begin their lessons, and Margaret decides to sit on Bevan, claiming she has a bag of coconuts. We all know coconuts are heavy because they have water in them. Fail. She then fails both Sharon and Marifendor, again, sitting on Sharon, and then blowing at Marifendor. Super frustrated, Chili calls a family meeting to discuss what they should do. Each of them take a turn with Bingo calling Margaret a silly old watermelon head and Bandit saying that he wants Karen back. Finally, Chili suggests they just refuse to do what Margaret tells them to. As they all kind of ponder this, they realize that Bingo has snuck off to daub on the others to Margaret. This causes Margaret to spit water at mom and dad and declare that Marifendor has a pass for the class. Bad behavior. Yeah. Bad They're behavior. creating a toxic work environment. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon then dobs on Marifendor for calling Margaret a watermelon head, which causes her to fail Marifendor and pass Sharon. <laughs> then Bevan tries to get in on the game and dobs on Sharon for cheating during Marco Polo. So then Sharon, Chili, gets failed, and Bevan comes up to get his pass from Margaret, except for Sharon dobs on him for peeing in the pool. There's the pee joke. Gross. And everybody gets out of the pool. So as Margaret fails Bevan, both Murph and Dora and Sharon decide that they would prefer to stand with their family rather than pass Big Fish. And honestly, it looks like Margaret's only going to pass one of them at a time. Yeah. Like, she's never going to pass all of them. So it's just going to be this terrible round-robin game of everybody dobbing on everybody. Totally. Ain't nobody got time for that. So the family karate chops their way back into the pool. Margaret fails them all. And then she reemerges as Karen, who welcomes them all back to Little Fish. Group hug until Marifendor inquires why the water is warm, and they realize that Bevan has peed in the pool again. Gross. Gross. Bandit, you were an adult. <laughs> like, stop. That is so, so disgusting. End of episode. Good luck. Wait, are you not our teacher for Big Fish? Oh, no. Margaret takes Big Fish. Goodbye. I have a feeling we're not going to like Margaret. <laughs> Yeah, there's funny things in this episode. The names are great, that type of stuff. Yeah, there's a cute few moments. There's there's a moments and stuff, but cute moments. Um, it's good, but when you start, it's one of those episodes when you start thinking about it too much, then you're like, okay, this is like, yeah, it should probably be a little bit farther down on the totem pole. Like, if you just kind of like skim it at face value like great but when we're like sitting here and i'm re-watching these like okay yeah. i've watched most of the episodes a lot 
but I literally take moment by moment and break it down and all that type of stuff. And when you start thinking about the pieces, again, kind of like our conversation back in movies when we were talking about The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. problematic. When you really start thinking breaking about it, down. it breaking yeah. it down, putting it in real world context. Yep. Um, so we have our Australian American translation, which is dobbing, tattletailing. I don't want to say I've, any, I've had any for real life moments. My for real life moment was around the goggles. So as okay. we know, I love looking at the title screen. You do. The title screen was goggles. It ended up being Margaret's specific goggles. But I absolutely hate goggles. I feel like all they do is bring stress. The kid brings them over. It's too big. Can you fix it? It's too small. Can you fix it? You have to like mess with that. It. It's on there. But you can't find the goggles or wear the who remember. Like I just feel like goggles just make swimming a stressful experience. So I've always been like anti-goggle. And of course my husband is like, gotta get the goggles, gotta get the kids goggles. I'm like, why are you encouraging this? However, there was a recent development. I think Speedo did it first, but whoever invented this is a freaking genius where they have the like bungee cord now is like the goggle holder. Oh really? Oh my God. It's the most amazing thing ever. It's just like, it's a bungee with like the little like cinch bead on the back. Okay. So you can cinch it tighter if you need to, but it's a bungee. You don't really need to. Oh my God. They're so amazing. The first ones I got were from Speedo, but I think it's now like other people do it too. Okay. You don't have to buy like the high end ones anymore. Um, But oh my God, they make my life so much easier. Um, but then when those disappear and then I'm digging through the bag for like the backup goggles, and those are the ones where I got to like, ugh, I'm not a fan of goggles. I have, my, my child has a challenge with goggles because he'll want to wear them and he likes, he has a snorkel that goes with them and stuff. But again, same type of thing. It's either too tight or it's too loose or it's too on his ears or then he gets the rings around here, around his eyes and stuff. So I agree. They're definitely a challenge, but I have not seen these cinchy goggle things. I have to look for those. They're amazing. All right. Any other thoughts that you have on swim school? That was it. Okay. Then it sounds like we are going to exit the pool. Thank you guys all so much for listening with us. Thanks. Bye. Go on. You got nothing on me, Sharon. He, he, he peed in the pool. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at for real life period pod. That's F O R R E A L L I F E period P O D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is forreallife.pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.